0: Good news today, you want to stay tuned. The apostolic world is very much alive and doing wonderful. So welcome to All Things Apostolic for Monday. I love Mondays with All Things Apostolic because we get to give news and reports and good things that are happening. This is December the 4th. I am happy that you are with us and that you chose to um, click in here for a few minutes on this Monday morning, and hopefully it's a blessing to you. Um, I mean, when we, you know, every morning, but particularly Monday morning, when we get up, we need to work on our optimism. And we need to... uh, Uh, In fact, my wife said that she just read the other day uh, a piece that they did research and that it makes a very significant difference in a person's overall health and even longevity depending upon whether they are optimistic or whether they are usually pessimistic. So... uh, When there are as many things to be thankful for as what God has given you and I um, it behooves us to be thankful and all you've got to do to change your attitude is begin to think of the good things that God has done for us and develop uh, an attitude of gratitude so anyway on this Monday morning we're glad to be with you and we help we hope that we can help create Uh, A better atmosphere for your optimism today and your hope and your joy and your faith, to use biblical words. So, a lot of good things happening, and I'm excited about them. Uh, Just got a report, Pastor gave us a report last night from Costa Rica, uh, where Brother uh, Victor and Elizabeth Solano are doing missionary work there. They've already had tremendous success in a short amount of time. Uh, They won the confidence of other uh, workers. There's not a lot of missionaries in Costa Rica, but um, uh, they made friends and they are working in, uh, uh, in partnership with these other missionaries. Um, A young man, uh, Victor sent a picture of this young man prayed through and just received the, the Holy ghost had been, acquainted with Pentecost, I think, sometime years before, but he was, he was so, the picture of his face, he is so lit up with the Holy Ghost um, that it was just a joy to even see the picture of him. And uh, then another missionary in the country, the United Pentecostal Church missionary, who is in a different area than Victor is in, Contacted Victor and said, "Hey, there's a new family in a city about an hour from you, and um, they are they are they are looking for an apostolic church." So, um, I think today or tomorrow, Victor maybe it was Saturday, I don't know, but Victor is on his way there. He and Elizabeth to meet this family, um, and he had other good things that are happening in the report. So. Those are things that when I wake up on Monday morning, I like to think about those good things that are happening and what God is doing. And if God's doing good things in your church and in your life, then every Monday morning you need to wake up and say, God, I thank you for these things. And start that week right, making things right. Let's see. And we had great church yesterday here at, here at home, at the Rock Church. There was um, uh, yesterday's morning... Uh, it was one of those services where there was no preaching, but the people got to worshiping uh, during the uh, worshiping and the singing, uh, and we never got past it. It just kept going. People came up for prayer, and, and uh, others prayed with them, and the whole church was just caught up in prayer for um, a good season of time. It was a great time. A, n- a new person received the baptism of the Holy Ghost and another m- new person was baptized in Jesus' name. So we're always excited about that. That's, uh, that's pretty core to what goes on in a local church and uh, is one of a number of indicators uh, concerning the health of a local church. And if it's not fulfilling the Great Commission, and uh, its investment is not getting a return, or if a church is just burying its message, which is its gift to the world, gift to invest that God has given to it, then, uh, then that church, uh, uh, there's some sobering situations there that need to be worked on. Um, and uh, none of us are ever perfect, so we have to keep working all of the time. But we thank God for what he's doing. I came in. I came into the church. Uh, uh, I'd been gone a couple weeks. I came into the church, and um, somebody said, look over here in this. It's a little room that was off of my old office, and um, uh, it's not that little. It's probably 10 by 14 or something like that, and uh, I opened the door, and there was a pit dug about three, four feet deep, and uh, it was all framed up for concrete to be poured, and did I ever rejoice? We have been waiting, we have been waiting on this one thing. This one thing has held up the entire progress of completing uh, the Wilson University upstairs space um, that has been leased to the university by the Rock Church. And it's held up the completion of our studios. It's held up the completion of, of uh, uh, there's a classroom there. Uh, there's a conference room there. There's other things that have to do with reach worldwide that we're trying to uh, expand to, to put the gospel within distance of everybody in the world. Now, years ago, I was the speaker and director of Harvest Time with the United Pentecostal Church. At that time, the number of radio stations, this is like now 42 years ago, at that time, um, uh, on the radio stations that were under contract with Harvest Time to to play Harvest Time every week, uh, a gospel outreach program uh, that was sponsored by the, the United Pentecostal Church, We at that time, if everybody in the world that was within listening distance of that program, whether it was AM radio, FM radio, there wasn't uh, XM radio then, uh, or whether or it was just starting um, uh, or whether it was um, any other kind of radio, it was ham radio. Uh, We utilized everything we could, but if everybody within listening distance of the program being broadcast each week, if they were listening, of course the whole world's not listening, that's in contact or within distance of reaching the program, but if they all were, uh, one third of the world would have been able to hear the gospel each week. Uh, the, at that time, there was about 3 billion people on earth, and so 1 billion approximately would have been able to hear the gospel. And we were, we were so excited about this, and uh, the fact that the gospel was actually able to reach one-third of the world, it was, was an amazing thing. Well, how times have changed. Your nine-year-old can start a little Bible study and reach virtually the whole world today. This is how advanced communication has become. So by God's grace, Wilson University, all things apostolic, Reach Worldwide, the Rock Church, and a number of other people have committed ourselves that we are going to put the gospel within reach of the whole world in every way we possibly can, starting next year. Now we wanted to start this year, but we couldn't get the studios finished because we got caught up in permit processes and oh, and engineers that did not do everything that needed to be done, especially about this elevator. Elevator, the elevator is like from hell, but not really, but it seems like it. It has hung up everything for month after month after month until finally when I walked in and saw that that pit had been, and then I walked in Sunday morning and saw that it was poured and the concrete was there and all the forms were gone and um, uh, it was just an old pit with, filled with concrete. But to me it was like, oh, this is like a piece of gold. This is, this is heavenly that we actually have this done. So uh, now we can go ahead and start finishing again the upstairs part, which is set half finished for the last 10 months or so, uh, maybe longer than that, I don't know. I'm, it doesn't matter. So anyway, good news about that. This is good news because this very this very podcast, All things Apostolic, and many other things that we are not yet doing, but are planning for and have made preparation for. Uh, all of those things, all of them won't get started next year, but there will be a good number of them that will get started. Let me give you an example. Uh, uh, I could give you numerous examples, but one of the things that we have a team that has been working on this now for two or three years, and um, it's a local team of, of tech experts and so forth, and one has been doing research on uh, languages because English is the the, the biggest uh, best known language in the world, but it's far from enough to reach the whole world. And so uh, we can't go learn every language in the world. That would be the ultimate polyglot that you knew every language in the world. Uh, and if you did, then how do you do? You, you preach the same message 40 times. Well, if, that's, that would, if it was 30 minute message, that's 20 hours just doing that. So, you know, it, was, it, it just hasn't been possible since the days of Nimrod. Old Cursed Nimrod. So, uh, however, they have been working now for some time on a program where, if I'm speaking to you like this right now, um, that within just a a very short delay, that can be spoken in 40-something different languages. And the person can actually see me speaking now, I saw a demonstration of this where a woman was speaking, and uh, she said, Now I'm going to be talking in English. Right here, you're going to see me. You're going to see me here at the same time you see me here. It's going to look like two of me same clothes, same hair, same everything. And she said, Over here, I'm going to be speaking another language. And the other language, the formation of your mouth and the uh, and the way you articulate that language, my face will, will look like I know that language. But really she said, I don't know that language. And so uh, she started speaking and she said, now right here, look right here. And, and there appeared a picture of her. I wonder if this is what the Antichrist is gonna do. And, um, and uh, so while she was talking to us in English, she began to speak over here in Japanese. And uh, the Japanese words and the way you would have to form your mouth and your lips to, to articulate Japanese, her, her mouth did that. So um, all of this <clears throat> has been now in the works for several years in the world of technology. And, uh, of course, we wouldn't try to fool people. We would tell them right up front, this is what we're doing. But because we want you to hear the gospel, we will, this, is, this is how it's done. So anyway, we're working on all of that, but it all depends on the elevator pit. So, uh, good news. Amen. When you pray, say, God, thank you, Jesus, for getting the elevator pit poured. Oh, hallelujah. So um, last Saturday, I took a little trip down to Turlock, California. That's about an hour and 10 minutes. Uh, maybe a little less if you were going faster, but an hour and 10 minutes from Elk Grove. And um, with me was uh, Dr. Casey Sees, who is starting a church in Turlock. To my knowledge, I don't know of any English speaking uh, apostolic churches in the city of Turlock. Uh, I do know a couple of Spanish apostolic churches, but none in English. And uh, this will be an English speaking church. So um, we were looking for a building. And uh, Brother C's had a list of buildings, storefront buildings, and so forth. With that, we had a 2 o'clock appointment um, uh, concerning a church that was interested in us. So we looked at all of these buildings. None of them worked out. We went and got a bite of lunch. Then we went to the 2 o'clock appointment. When we got there, our pastor was there and his son was there and his wife was there and they have a, a little church there that is spick and span. I mean, it's a Spanish speaking apostolic church. They have a good congregation. the, the They have uh, great uh, musical instruments, uh, a great sound system. Uh, they even have a, uh, an led screen that just, just they've really done a good job, and um, so they are graciously allowing us to use the church on Sunday mornings. They have service at one o'clock on Sunday afternoon, to use the church on Sunday mornings, and I think it's on Wednesday night, if I remember, or Thursday, one of those two nights, for a midweek Bible study and service, and any other time that they need to use the church. That uh, that the. The owner is not using the church. So uh, this is, and we met the family. What a great family. He and his wife were just precious and his 19-year-old son. So we are, um, uh, we're looking forward to get to know them better. And uh, they're going to come see us. Um, And so the the church is starting um, the first of the year. We're talking about in three or four weeks. And uh, I think they're actually having a little Christmas party there to celebrate the start on December 27th. Anyway, it's an exciting time. Dr. Sees is a full time uh, uh, member of the staff here at Wilson University. And um, we'll continue to do that and start uh, this church at the same time. We're excited about it. It's going to go, there's no question. And uh, so stay tuned. We will be telling you more about this church and what is going on. Well, time's about up here today. I wish you was with us Thursday night, this coming Thursday night. This coming Thursday night at 6 o'clock is a Christmas fellowship dinner at our house, my wife and I, at our home. It is a Christmas fellowship dinner for all of the Uh, ministers and their wives, and not only in Northern California, there's some in Southern California, there's some in Central California, there's some uh, in Washington, there's some in Oregon, there's some from Florida, there's some that are, we're all going to just come and have a great Christmas dinner. And then we're going to have fellowship. It's not a business meeting. It's not anything of that sort. It's just a great time of getting together and rejoicing and thinking about the good things that God is doing. So we're excited about that. I wish you were a part of it. If you'd like to be a part of it next year, well, we'll let me know. Contact us, and if we do it next year, we'd just be tickled to have you there. If you were a pastor, um, uh, you and your family, or you and your wife. Uh, no children at this because it's not big enough to do that. So anyway, we're uh, we're preparing for that. There's people at my house right now while I'm here that are getting stuff together and uh, they've already started weeks before now, just getting things together to make it as top shelf for God's wonderful ministry, the most important leaders in the world to make it top shelf for them and give them a chance to fellowship. Well, God bless you. Stay tuned. Tomorrow I'm going to talk to you a little bit about something really exciting that's happening with the Premier Study Bible. This is exciting news. We'll give you a little update on where it's at and, and how many Bibles have been sold, just like a little report to you, but also about the exciting things that's coming with Premier Study Bible. God bless you.